Welcome to the England Rugby Pod. Thanks for downloading episode 116. Following shock defeat to Wales in Cardiff, England take on Italy at Twickenham. And there are a few familiar faces back in the fray. You're listening to the England Rugby Pod, the rugby podcast that believes England will win the World Cup in 2019. Hey guys, welcome back. Few days out till our next game. Hope you've all enjoyed your week off. I'm sure, as I said last time, we had a midweek break. You're all raring to go, uh, looking forward to a little more rugger. Um, and of course, the next game for England is Italy on Saturday. And to discuss what's been going on and what we expect to see, I'm joined as always by Dan. Hi, mate. Hello, mate. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, good. I I don't feel like we've spoken as much as we usually have. Is uh. Is your wife insisting she's more important than me again? I mean, it's been mentioned. It's been mentioned. Um, she she can be cheeky. Don't get me wrong. I love these to bits, but she can be cheeky sometimes. I know. I know. <laughs> I don't know what. Yeah. There's not a lot I can do. I'm afraid. Um, <laughs> no, no. Fair enough. I, mate, I don't blame you at all. Yeah, it was, some, it was something about. It was something about. Uh, three times a day is too much, um, <laughs> and and especially when every call lasts more than an hour. And she was just like, you know, <laughs> it's more time than I spend speaking to her. And she kept going on and on and on. And in the end, I just oh, thought, do you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll give her. I'll, I'll take a week off, um, speak to you just twice, uh, and <laughs> and, uh, and hopefully that will appease her. But uh, yeah, so so far she seems she seems a bit more a bit happier. Well, mate, I want you to know you're the victim here. I, I know, mate. I know. <laughs> Uh, anyway, speaking of victims, <clears throat> well, actually, I don't know why I just started it with that because it's got nothing to do with victims <laughs> at all. Uh, we've got a, uh, it is a big episode because I think um, perhaps under different circumstances, the Italy game is kind of the, the dead rubber. Um, you know, it's more of a sort of formality and hope I'm touching wood because someone commented on that last time. Um, and on the one hand, I think it's probably still that. Uh, Italy just unfortunately just not strong enough at the moment, um, not at least not yeah. for eighty minutes. But actually, I think on the other hand, England need a performance. Uh, I think it's a big game uh, in terms of just getting everybody back on back on track, getting the team back on track, getting the fans you know back behind them the way that they should be, the way that they should be, regardless. Um, uh, you know, a bit more like we are. Uh, and um, and just yeah, getting getting the ball rolling again because um, we've been slightly derailed, but we haven't come off the tracks, and it's you know we're just going to get the get the boys back in winning form. You know, we've talked about it. I've mentioned it. I still think England uh, are going to win this Six Nations. I think those two bonus points against Ireland, particularly Ireland, but Ireland and France, yeah. are so valuable when we have two home games against Scotland and Italy to come, or Italy and then Scotland to come, which could very easily result in bonus points. Um, given Scotland's away form tr- traditionally in, you know, in recent times and obviously Italy um, struggling. So, you know, a, a Six Nations with one loss, four bonus point wins is a, is a strong Six Nations. Um, and I think, yeah, some, a big win in, in Italy will just do wonders for getting people to sort of put the, the Wales result behind us and move forwards. Um, but yeah. so before we get into that though, and, and talking of the Wales result, we've had a couple more reviews this week. Um, sadly, they're less than positive, uh, but I thought we'll read them out because 
you know, we <clears throat> as we've as we've shown on many a previous occasion, we don't uh, we don't take it personally when we get negative reviews at all, do we, Wade? <laughs> yeah, speak, yeah, speak. I was going to say, speak yourself. No, we're very mature about yeah. it. We're not. But at to all be there. to be fair, fair, to be fair, Wade now gives us five stars and regularly updates his reviews, positive or negative. The five stars remain. So we did something right there. Uh, whether that's possible with John JJ seventy two remains to be seen, and my guessing is probably not. He says Wales deserves to win. You said while saying England were the better team as a whole. And the English players were better individually apart from Williams and Adams. Sometimes it might help if you, Dan especially, think before you speak. And B, there was no A, listen back and perhaps edit before <laughs> uploading. <sighs> One star. One star from John. Uh, John, I don't know what to tell you, mate. Um, like, fair enough. Uh, you're, you, I mean, you're, you're probably right. But that's not. We've, we've never said any different, have we, Dan? I think we've always been pretty clear. <laughs> so, so, John, the only advice I'll give you is, no, you're not probably right. I think you're probably definitely right. But, mate, we, like we say, we're down the pub podcast. Have you ever known people to chat rugby down the pub and not contradict themselves? Yeah, all right, fair enough. Well, that's, that's, it's not a pub that's I've been to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, no, that's all right. Yeah. But right bias, but yeah, bias and and uh, rose tinted glasses is kind of our our strap line. That's what we're all about. Uh, those of you obviously that tune in on a regular basis will be very aware of this. Um, so yeah, so, sorry, John. I, I don't know what to tell you, mate. Um, it's this is a very amateur pod, podcast. Um, you know, we recorded out the out of the office, and uh, I, I don't know. I feel like the the not editing. We, we tried it at the beginning. We did the whole editing thing at the beginning and it kind of loses the flow a little bit. You know, this is meant to be, and well, it's not just meant to be, it is you and I having a chat about rugby the way we always have done. Um, well, well, we, we kind of want to get caught out. Just talking bollocks. Points, don't we? Absolutely. Yeah, I, we, yeah, yeah. Caught, caught, we were all about being called on it. Um, yeah. Ideally with some, some sort of alternative as opposed to just telling us we're wrong. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Just so we can discuss it, um, but uh, hopefully most of you uh, enjoyed the fact that we found a way to spin the match, spin the result in our favour. That's what we're all about. That's what I'm all about, anyway. Um, you know, if England win, there's a reason. If England lose, there's a reason, and we will always find it. Mark well, our words. Yeah. Well, John, I hope we haven't lost you as a listener. Um, if we have. I will probably not uh, lose a, a huge amount of sleep over it. But if you can carry on listening, uh, please feel free to keep engaging. And uh, yeah. thank you for your review. I'm sure, I'm sure he's going to stick around after that. But, um, <laughs> but, but yeah, anyway, what, what can you do? What can you do? You can't please everybody. John, I, I imagine John's a Welsh supporter, but if not, so, so let it be. Uh, we've also had a tweet from Simon Barry, who is Welsh, who says... Thanks, guys. This was following our, our uh, live game kind of review of that match, I think. Uh, yeah. And he says, thanks, guys. Genuinely the most inept analysis of a rugby game I've ever listened to. Laughed out loud, <laughs> laughed out loud many times. I'd give you a lull rating of 10. Bloody marvellous. So thank you very much. I mean, I, I will certainly take that. Uh, a lull rating of 10. I, uh... <laughs> yeah, I, I I can't be annoyed with that because that was quite funny. So yeah, yeah, yeah. fair enough. <laughs> yeah. So we, yeah, I, I genuinely appreciate that one. Uh, if you could get on iTunes, give us five stars uh, because apparently on iTunes stars are in fact 
a lol rating. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can't give ten, but five would be great. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, that's the that's the extent of the the, the feedback we've had this week, um, guys. If you if you were listening and you enjoy, and you enjoyed it and you enjoy what we what we tend to do most weeks, then uh, and you haven't already, get onto iTunes, drop us a rating, drop us a review, let us know what you think, and of course, you can get in touch with us uh, on social media at England Rugby Pod, or you can email us England Rugby Pod at gmail.com. Let us know what you think about what we've been doing. Let us know if you've got anything you want us to discuss, or if you've got any questions for us. Um, or really just anything at all. If you've got any funny stories, rugby-related stuff you've been up to, people that you've come across, whatever it might be that you think might be interesting for the pod, let us know and uh, we'll do our best to share as much as we can. Anyway, um, we'll move past Wales for now. Um, they have their own uh, hurdles ahead of them, uh, which probably we'll, we'll touch on later. Um, but we've got, uh, we've got a game coming up. It's against Italy... Ordinarily, this is one of those games where you might expect to see quite a lot of changes. We saw a huge number of changes when Wales played them. Um, I think we need to see not so many changes. I, I kind of feel like the, it, like England need to have a bit of a, uh, a resurgence, if you like. And there are some there are some key players that need to be involved in that, in my opinion. Go on. What do you mean? No, 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 yeah, as, as in, talk, talk me through that when you're saying there's some key players well, who need to be involved for, in that. Well, given what we said in the last episode, I think, first of all, uh, you, this is a game where perhaps in the past you might have said, give Owen Farrell a rest. I don't think that's the right call this time around. I think he needs that opportunity to go out and just kind of put the uh, the problems of Cardiff behind him um, and just run, run the game. I completely agree. I completely agree, mate. I like that because I, I think it's the same with that. Whereas I'm exactly the same as you normally. Certainly if we'd beaten Wales, I'd have been like, let's bring George Ford in. But no, I'd like to see Owen Farrell start. Yeah, and just <clears throat> just give him that opportunity to kind of go. Because I think, I think you know, based on what we discussed last week, uh, it felt like it was one of those games where he probably didn't even really know what went wrong. It just something didn't click. And we know that he is absolutely world-class, vital to England, um, in all aspects of the way he plays the game. Um, and I have no doubt that we will see more of the same, the good stuff, rather than Cardiff, uh, going forwards. But yeah, something just didn't click in Wales. And I think, yeah, let's get him on the pitch, get him back doing what he does. Um, I, he probably will. He probably was always going to be involved anyway as the captain. Um, but in case had, there was any... Uh, in case there was any possible chance that Eddie was planning to rest him, I hope that isn't now the case. Because, um, I, yeah, I want to see him just get things back because because I, I stand by the fact I think I think some of the players put in fantastic performances against Wales and they were overshadowed by the fact that the team as a whole appeared not to gel um, and unfortunately I think that 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 number 10 shirt in that number 10 position is so important for bringing all aspects of the game together and if that just doesn't work at all it can make everyone look like they're just having an off day and I feel like I feel like a few small tweaks in Cardiff could have seen a very different result, um, but uh, we shall see. We shall see what Eddie goes with. Um, hopefully, he listens and does what we want. Big few, few, yeah, few few people back. Uh, Chris Robshaw has been called back up. This is to the wider squad, so we're talking. Is it thirty man or thirty two man or something? So obviously not all involved. Um, but he's back. I, in... I believe it's thirty-one man. But thirty-one. He, there you go. We're almost there. I said thirty to thirty-two, so thirty-one. That's in the middle. <laughs> um, 
So yeah, so he's he's been called back up now. Uh, Eddie and the and the coaching squad went to watch him play in the game against Bath, uh, and from what I've read, he, he I think he made twenty nine tackles in that game. Yeah, so so I heard, so I've read, yeah, exactly. Last weekend he made 28 slash 30 tackles, 28 30, so 29 tackles, huge. Oh, you don't mind it, 28, 28 30, it was 29, mate. Yeah, yeah, 29, <laughs> no, my bad, my bad. That's how we were. Uh, and two turnovers. Yeah, so, so you know, phenomenal uh, stats. The thing with Chris Robshaw, uh, we've said for a long time, we don't, we think it's, he's, he's probably over the hill. I mean, those stats would suggest we were perhaps were wrong. Or, or premature. Um, we know he's oh, a workhorse. We know he's a workhorse. We've never denied it. Um, the, the I think the issue is: does he have the other side of the game, that ability to um, to, to have an impact in terms of you know getting over the gain line? And and I'd be interested to see. And I haven't looked up, so it might be out there. Probably should have checked whether or not in that game, you know, he. Did, did much in attack. You know, it's great to do that in defence, but your number seven does that. You know, that's what Tom Curry does, although, to be fair, he made a lot of ground as well. Um, uh, your six is more your, you know, you look at Mark Wilson, makes a lot of tackles, but also, um, you know, makes ground with the ball. Brad Shields is another Eddie Jones favourite. Um, so the competition is pretty high. And I don't think you can look past Mark Wilson if you're picking your best 15. Or your best, yeah, your best 15. The way he's been playing so, at the moment. So, so I agree. I, Mark Wilson has surely made himself the number one the pick starter. for that position at the moment. Yeah. So then the question I, becomes: Does Rob Shaw get on the bench for Brad Shields? Uh, I say, I say yes. And is that because you you don't you don't rate Brad Shields as highly as perhaps Eddie might? What's the um, why, why, why? Why does he? Well, this is it. I, this is it. I, I, I probably don't have a huge amount of great arguments to it. Maybe it's a little bit nostalgia. Maybe, maybe it's just. I mean, what if he was me, picking the team for the Wales game again? Not in hindsight. <laughs> uh, I think I would have had Rob Shaw on the bench. I, I think, and and I know this sounds this almost sounds patronising to Brad Shields. I don't mean it that way, but I think Chris Rob Shaw. To me, they're both from a player point of view. I think they're probably. Fairly, fairly similar. I think they offer not not necessarily saying they're the same player, but I think with regards to overall output, you'll probably get as much value from each player. But I think Chris Robshaw's been in the trenches more than Brad Shields, so it's almost like having that old war horse who you yeah, bit of experience, I, bit, I of, bit, bit of leadership. Yeah, exactly. Just that bit more. You, you know what you're getting. You know, a hundred percent. Brad Shields to me has had some. Great games. He's also had somewhere I haven't been convinced. Whereas with Chris, Chris Robshaw, I'm happy that I know what I'm getting every time from him, yeah. or 99 of the time. So well, I, guess I think it, I have slightly more faith in yeah. Robshaw. Well, I guess there is some value in in as you put it, knowing exactly what you're going to get. Um, yeah. Because actually, the way that the way a game's going, it gives you then the the opportunity to say. What I would get from that person, I don't need right now. So actually, I'm not going to bring them on. Or what I would get from that person is exactly what I do need right now. Make the change a little bit earlier. As opposed to having like for like, but just fresher legs. Where perhaps things don't change a huge amount. Does that make sense? Yes. 
Well, yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, um, I, I'm with you. I mean, I, well, I'm I don't mind. I'm I'm less. I think I'd be happy either way uh, if Rob yeah, Shields on the bench or if Brad Shields is on the bench. Bottom line for me is Mark Wilson has to start. But bottom line for me is Mark Wilson's number one. If he doesn't start because he's been given a rest, I don't mind. But I would be I would be a bit put out personally if Mark Wilson's not started because he's not considered the number one option. But yeah. I'm sure that wouldn't be the case. Uh, yeah, I mean, given uh, yeah, from what I said before, I just think we've had two weeks off. The players don't really need to be rested. Um, yeah, I I just think he, he Eddie needs to pick the best team for this game, regardless of who's so, playing. Okay, okay. So so the one question there that I'd ask: Would you start? Would you still start Ben Youngs ahead of Dan Robson? Yeah, I think I probably would, but I would be I I would bring Robson on sooner. I wouldn't wait until the last five seconds of the game just so that he can say he's got a cap. Um, but I think I'd still start Ben Young. I, I would like to start the same team, pretty much. I mean, I know that's not possible because we've got an injury, but I, I'd like to start as, as close to the same team as we did against Wales. Even if he decides to make changes at half-time, I mean, that's probably not sensible these days because of injuries and things, but I just think I just think the most important thing for England right now is just to show that that was a freak poor result against Wales where something just didn't, Quite happened that, but but they're you know show themselves as as well as the fans that uh, you know it's not an issue to be concerned about. I feel like if we don't have that, what's the point in having a team that goes out that's very different to the one against Wales that performs, that gets a result, and then we're all left going, but how does that compare to what it might have been if it had been the same team that had the problems? And do you know what I mean? I I, I know exactly what you mean, mate. I I a hundred percent want the core of the team there. But I think there are a couple of changes I'd probably make. I Do would, you not think 8, 9, 10 is pretty core? Cool? 8, 9, 10 is definitely core. Cool. So I'm, again, going to contradict myself. Boys, you can have a field day right here. John um, JJ is going to be all over you, Dan. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can't wait. Um, so I would start Robson, not because I disagree with your point, but just because I don't think he's had enough rugby. I think we need to see Robson. I think we need to see what Robson can offer at international level. Or bring Danny Kerr back. If you're not going to use Robson, then, then and, and Robson is yeah. effectively the, the Danny Kerr option, if you like. If you're not going to use yeah. him for whatever reason, and we touched on this in the last episode, and it, you know, off the back of Wade's comments about does Eddie trust his, his bench, if you're not going to use them, then you need to find someone that you will use that you do trust. Um Okay, well, look, moving then to the to the second row, Marotoje's back. Sir Maro of Otoje had a cracking start uh, to the Six Nations. Obviously, got a bit of a knock. Uh, it, we were unfazed by it. The awesome foursome stepped in. Um, the three remaining stepped in. Since then, Courtney Laws he's taken a knock, but Otoje's back. The awesome foursome they're just working in like unison. It's all beautiful. Um, question is, how do they? start the game? Is it Cruz and launch breeders to start with Itoji on the bench or do you bring Itoji straight back into the fold as so, pro- probably your first choice in the second round? So I, I would start Itoji. I would like to see Itoji launch breed, but where I don't think this will happen is I believe Cruz is basically the line-out captain. Yeah. Um, so if although, we lose although him... It doesn't... It, is... Isn't it Cruz and Itoji obviously at Saris together. Yeah. Isn't Itoje the line-out caller at Saris? No, I, 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 
I don't know, actually. I don't know the answer to that. But I think mm. Cruz is. I think Cruz is considered the line-out king. And I may be wrong, but I, no, I think No, fair enough. Is. I mean, that, that would therefore have Launchbury on the bench. But I would almost like to see Atoje and Launchbury there so we can test that in case Cruz is injured. So, although, like I say, I don't... I, I still think... Because one any, of the things I remember a while back, them, them saying is they want to start getting Atoje more sort of involved in the line out, like making the calls. So I'd like to see him have that chance. I want to see Atoje get game time just because he's coming back. Yeah. I want to see Launchbury have a full game. Um, it's almost the sort of Dan Robson scenario. Like I say, most circumstances, I'd say, let's play the same team just to, you know, let's brush away those cobwebs. But um, I, I want to see Robson play because I want to actually see him play and mm-hmm. have good game time. Um, and I want to see Launchbury and Atoje play because both have been injured in different scenarios. But just to give them a start, give them a chance to you know, I really think, I think, I think the line out. I think the line out uh, discussion is an interesting one. And, and you're right. If Cruz is the is the main man on calling the line outs, then this would be a good opportunity to to see what happens when he's not available um, for whatever reason. So you maybe start him on the bench. But I, th- I think the, the second row is a bit unique. You know, the awesome foursome has proven that you know, they're, they're so interchangeable. You're kind of happy with any two of them, aren't you? Yeah, I, th- I think so. so I, I think for sure. So they're think, so, they're, all yeah. of them are so good. So this, for me, is a, is a, different, a different kind of, you know, where I've said before about wanting to see the best team and the, the same guys and all the rest of it. I, I, this is one area where it doesn't really bother me. As long no, as two no, of the I, I, four are starting and one of the four is on the bench, it doesn't matter too much which way round they go. So I'm happy to see whatever. But I agree. I think Atoje probably you want to give him the game time. Um, and yeah, I, I agree. It would be nice to see Launchbury get a full game or at least get a start. And and um, it may well be that Atoje is the guy that comes off as he is just back from injury. So um, you know, 80 minutes might be too much. Yeah, Toje, I was involved in the match day squad, and actually, I'm sure he will be. Um, but so, to me, the most interesting one is JJ. Yes. Does he? I, I don't think, I don't think he'll start him. I don't think he will. But will he be on the bench then? Well, so this is this is the thing. Right? Slade's got to have some half, a fly half, and then normally a winger. Yeah. So we're, we're assuming I mean, Rob's. That- we're assuming Robson. Um, because we're assuming that you're wrong and he and he won't start him. Um, so we're assuming Robson, Ford, are necessary on the uh, on the bench. You've got three front row. You've got one second row. You've got one back row. So you've only got three backs to pick from. You've got Robson, Ford. Yeah. Do you then pick a back three? So a... let's, well, let's think about it. So you'd have so so we're assuming assuming for the sake of argument that he's picking a a, a first team. You know, not not some sort of a reduced strength team because it's Italy, right? So you've got May on one wing, you've probably got Noel on the other, possibly Cockenasiga. I want involved as well. So so May, Noel, Cockenasiga, Daly is is you've, you he he's not not an option. Not as in he's not someone you want to take out. Uh, I think May the same. So then you basically you're saying Noel, Cockenasiga, and JJ to fill two spots, one on the pitch, one off it. Yeah, so 
So, so the only reason that would work is, and this isn't the case, is if there was a part injury or someone's got a niggle, rest them. I think, I think you, I think JJ doesn't make match day squad. Interesting, interesting. Um, because I, I, I would actually quite like to see uh, a see the start. Yeah, I was going to say you could so rest Noel. You could, do you know what? You could rest Johnny May. I feel like Johnny you May could. has, even in the the Wales game, despite getting very little ball, I feel like he's he's got nothing to prove. Sorry about that. I uh, pulled my headphones out of the slot. Um, All right. So uh, yeah, so I feel like Johnny May has proven time and time again, um, you know what he's capable of, and I, you know. I'm contradicting myself now, you know, having said you've got to have the same team because they need to prove that they it was a one off a blip. He I I don't think he is as much in that category as some other some of the other players. So I would be tempted, I think, to say, give Johnny May a rest. You know what you're getting exactly what you're getting from him. Start Nolan Cockenasiga, have JJ on the bench. I I'd I'd be happy with that. Nice. Um Well it's decided. But, but I'm happy decided. with that. I'm, yeah, exactly. Eddie, we've, we've let you know. And, and the reason I'm happy with that is the same reason, because May has nothing to prove. Uh, he, you don't need him to put in a performance because he is world-class right now yeah. and and consistently so. I mean, Johnny May is just brilliant, um, and, as they all are. So, yeah, I would actually... Oh, yeah, I don't know because... I want I want two Lagi and Slade to start again in the centres yep. because there was I've heard quite a lot of chat that they didn't have great games. I don't think they were given the opportunity. I, no, I don't is, think they were poor. This is exactly what we talked about last week. Like when they yeah. had the ball, I thought they were pretty strong. I mean, the, the analysis we did on on runs made, ground made, you know, meters made, um, to me shows that actually they had a pretty good games when the ball was in hand. And unfortunately, it just comes back to that same issue of they didn't have enough ball in hand because inside them was someone making the decision not to not to ship the ball wide and instead put it up, you know, put it long and high. And I don't really know what the game plan. I mean, let's let's move on to the next thing that I want to talk about then. Um, okay. In fact, no. Before we do the last the last question that I have, and, and I think we've already answered this in deciding what we wanted to do with the bench, is you've got Ben Teo, uh, you know, a lion. Currently not being utilised, and he keeps calling up Ollie Thorley, um, who's obviously the Gloucester centre slash wing, or is he on the wing? I'm not sure where he plays for Gloucester. Um, who again is not not being utilised? Any chance either of them gets a call up against Italy? Um, no, I don't think so. I mean, I guess you could you could argue that this might be a game where Eddie, despite what we would would want, Eddie might decide to rest Manu. And put Tio in as the alternative so, so, option in you know to play that role. So, so to me, that's an outside possibility. Oli Foley, as good a player as he is, I think he is probably a stopgap till the likes of Watson is back from injury. Yeah, because when Watson's back, that pushes him slightly further down the pecking order. Because because Watson, depending on how he comes back, he is the one player. To me, who genuinely is 
could push somebody out of that starting 15. That And Watson as a winger or as a fullback? As a winger. God, we don't want these problems. I, I want Watson as a winger. I still May 100% think my baby is a Watson. All so, for two positions. Yeah, it, it's, it's, a, it's a big one. So, I, to me, if everyone's fit and playing as we've seen them play at their best, my three wingers are May, Noel and Watson. But have we seen enough from Kokonasiga? And the fact that he offers that kind of physicality that we don't have from any of our other wingers, can you ignore that? Um, I, 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 it, we, we, need, cool. we, we need to see cool. more from him. We need to see more from him because I've got a feeling that, that there's something a bit special about him that we just haven't seen yet. Um, so, I mean, so, it, so that's why I would argue we start him yeah. at the weekend. Yeah, no, no, I, I, I agree. Um I agree. I think I think the, the, what we've suggested with with resting May is the, is the call, um, and I th- and maybe as well that just puts a bit more pressure on on England to come up with something other than the kick chase, um, because whilst the others don't get me wrong are, are, are capable of chasing down a ball, that they're, they're not they're no Johnny May. <laughs> no, um, no, and, no, no, and and I think that's what we need to see. We need to see that there's there's more strings to this bow. We know there are. We've seen it in the past. Um, you know, we saw it against Ireland. Even you know, the, yes, they had a kicking game, but they also had a really strong uh, running game. Um, so, I think that is the answer. But I do think we need to see more from Joe Cock and Asiga, um, and uh, in order to just see where he's going in an England shirt, because with a World Cup looming and obviously a much larger squad going out to Japan, it's a great option to have. You know, and Eddie's very good at going. This game is going to be this type of match. Therefore, we need this type of team. This is what I'm picking. Um, and it could well be that there are games where he's saying, I want I want a big guy on the wing. Other games where he's saying, I want someone who's small and rapid um, and kind of change it up, depending. Yeah, so, so this is what we said we'd like to see. Do you think Eddie will be in the same mindset? Do you think Eddie will make a lot of changes or do you think he will actually stick with the team as well? Whatever we say will be the opposite. But... Uh, well, in that case, I think he will absolutely make loads of changes. <laughs> uh, nice, no, nice. I, I, no, I, well, I think Owen Farrell will be will be picked. I think I think I think Eddie in the back of his mind will be thinking like we are. He needs a, he needs the opportunity to have a good game again. But publicly, I think it will be he's our captain. Of course, we're selecting him. So even if he makes a lot of changes, I don't think Owen Farrell Farrell will be one of them. Um, yeah, that's a good point. I yeah. have been wrong before, believe it or not. Um, but yeah. I'm not sure I have actually. I, I don't think I have ever. No. No, I, I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, not I, sure. You know, despite all the reviews, I think I'm pretty much right every time. Despite the rumours, or... I mean the reviews. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think, I think, I think, I think there'll be a few changes, uh, possibly along the lines of what we've talked about um, with wing. Uh, I don't think he'll make a vast number of changes, but um, we, we'll have to wait and see. I think the, the team will probably get announced on Thursday morning, um, so we'll we'll obviously discuss it in our build-up section of of our live game episode. Um, but yeah, it, it will remain to be seen. Turning to the game itself, Dan. Yeah. What what does England do in terms of tactics? We've seen it before. Italy games have a habit of turning into uh, 
a bit of a sort of free for all, particularly if the game gets away from from them. And I think this is this is an opportunity for England to really kind of put a stamp on it, if you like, and not and not get carried away and not turn it into a game of sevens with fifteen aside. Uh, good question. Good question. Uh, what do we do? I, I think we we need to go in with a plan, but we need to have we need to try. So my thing is, our defence I think has been absolutely outstanding. I, I think our defence has come on. I think John Mitchell's done a great job. Yeah. I don't think our attack is near where our defence is. So I want us to see. I want to see us try ball in hand. I want to see how well we can play ball in hand. Is it a true reflection? Probably not completely. But... Well, this was my. This is what I was going to say, right? So I, I agree. I'd like to see the ball uh, getting shipped through the hands. I'd like to see if, if a bit more running rugby from from the backs in particular. But I don't want them to just kind of completely go in a different direction and go. There you go. Look, we've got another string to our bow for the reasons you've just said. It's a different type of game. Yeah. So part of me, I, I want. I want to see a performance more like the way they played against Ireland. I want to see them utilize the the the, the, the boot. Um, uh, you know, and and do you know, have some really strong attacking kicking? Have a really strong attacking kicking game, but but then but then do what you what you're supposed to do from a strong attacking game uh, kicking game, which is take advantage of the situation you put yourself in in order to then you know once you've got the team teams on the back foot, put the ball through hands. So use both both elements because I think if they suddenly just go, we're just going to fling it wide from anywhere on the pitch and and run it, it becomes like a bar bars game. Um, and I'm probably doing yeah. Italy a massive disservice, and it's always a dangerous one uh, when it comes to these games. Um, and no doubt, someone will say, "Oh, typical arrogant English," but I'm pretty sure every nation feels the same way going into it, despite some of the results that we've seen. But you know, we can't look past the fact that Italy have put in—I don't know about necessarily great performances. I don't think they've had brilliant performances played against them in the Six Nations. But they held Wales to two tries. Um, you know, Ireland eventually got the bonus point but it it was it took a while to get there um don't forget there's the twickenham factor as well yeah 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 for whatever sure. anyone says is a factor for sure um, um i think look it, italy are gonna are gonna put up a fight um how long it lasts you know it's the type of game where things tend to we've seen it in the past even you know against us um, they put up a fight early on i don't think they'll have any any kind of mind i don't think there'll be any games like they've done like they did a couple of years yeah. ago um, I think it's a World Cup year. It's too important to just focus on the rugby. Um, but you know they're gonna they're gonna want to put up a fight and and they're gonna do that from the start. Maybe 30, 40 minutes. I think it's that 30, 40 minutes that's key. I think England have to have a really strong game plan that completely nullifies a strong Italian response, if you like. Then in the second half, if Italy do what Italy often do and just sort of you know, fizzle out. Then fine, chuck the ball around and and you know just make it a cricket score if that's something we're we're going to be in a position to be able to do. But it's I think it's that forty minutes when Italy are you know putting up a, a decent defence, a decent uh, fight against us that we need to perform, um, and that's our opportunity actually to kind of send a message post Wales. Which is why I want to see the likes of Dan Robson play because I I question how much value there'd be to him coming on if. For argument's sake, which which I think is a possibility, we're winning by loads with 20 minutes to go. How much are we actually going to see of the likes of a Dan Robson? True, true. If he comes, 
So, which is why I'd like to see him play. I, I want to see us just be brutal. I want to see us, regardless of what's in front of us, just be brutal. And if that means we kick everything because we're scoring points like we did against the French, so be it. If it means we need to run to score the points, so be it. But I just want us to... Yeah, a little bit of both minutes. for me, please. Yeah, exactly, an 80-minute yeah, performance. Like yeah, an 80-minute performance, and we perform what's necessary to make us win the game by as much and as big a margin as possible. Sounds good to me. Um, I think that probably, you know, there's probably a little bit less to talk about. It's, you know, it is a midweek. Uh, sorry, it's a, it was a fallow week, so we have slotted two episodes in to our midweek section. Um, but I feel like we've we've done pre-game a bit of justice. We don't know the, we don't know the team yet, so there'll be more to talk about um, on Saturday morning. Um, so yeah, I think that's probably a good place to leave it. Um, I, I realise that it's probably quite unclear for most of you guys listening um, how Dan feels about Scrum Half. Uh, he's clearly doesn't know which way he's leaning. Um, but you know, hopefully I'm by got, Saturday I'm... he'll 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 have a firm a firm grasp of, of, of what he wants Dan to Robson see. To yeah, no, yeah, we, yeah, we don't. You don't know what you want. We understand. <laughs> you're, you're non-committal. Um, you're sitting on the fence. We understand, Dan. Exactly, exactly. That's that's the way. That's the way I play the game, my brother. Fair enough, guys. Uh, thank you for joining us. Thank you for continuing to join us. Those of you that uh, that have been with us for a while, um, as we as I said at the beginning, as we always say, if you uh, get the opportunity, uh, five minutes, head over to iTunes, rate us, review us, let us know what you think. Um, also, spread the word amongst friends and family, and let's get as many people listening as we can. Um, not too long to go now until the World Cup. And uh, if you've got any ideas for what you'd like to see after the World Cup, because obviously the pod was only ever intended to follow England to it. So at the moment... After the World Cup, I think we're going too early for that. Well, uh, you know, there's no harm in people going, this is what I'd like to hear from you guys. So just, you know, if you've got any ideas, get in touch, let us know. Um, If you've got anything else you want us to talk about on the upcoming episodes, if you've got any thoughts on the things that we've said in this one or any past episodes, get in touch on email at uh, englandrugbypod at gmail.com or you can reach out to us on Twitter or Facebook at England Rugby Pod, and I believe we're on Instagram too, although we don't post very much. Um, but yeah, there's lots of places to follow us, lots of places to hear about what we're getting up to. Um, and we will catch you guys on Saturday for the next live game when England take on Italy at Twickenham and get themselves back in winning form. <laughs>